pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all of the Horizon League's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Six games in to Horizon League play, and we are nowhere close to slowing down. We tip off a whole new batch of games tonight and heading into the weekend, and we'll cover them all. Welcome in to Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kinner, and we got a jam-packed 30-minute show coming your way. Our guest this week on Reach the Horizon, brought to you by Zervita, will be the Youngstown State men's basketball coach, Jared Calhoun. Coach Calhoun and I caught up earlier today, and I'm excited to share that interview with you. We touch on everything, including the Penguins' tough road trip that tips off tonight, beginning at Northern Kentucky. The Youngstown State at Northern Kentucky tonight, then they will close out the road trip on Saturday as they go head-to-head against the Wright State Raiders. Easily the toughest road trip uh, when you look at the travel partners amongst the Horizon League. Easily the toughest road trip for any team out there when you have to face Wright State and NKU in back-to-back games on the road. So uh, keep an eye on that on those matchups tonight. We'll go into that further coming up with Coach Calhoun in just a moment. Before we get to that, let's take a look at some of our top news and headlines for both men and women's basketball. We'll start on the women's side of things. As far as the standings are concerned, how about the IUPUI Jaguars right now? All eyes were on the Wright State Raiders and Green Bay Phoenix coming in as both the Phoenix and the Raiders split the preseason vote. They shared the preseason vote as the preseason favorites, uh, but it's been a rough start to for a Horizon League play for the Phoenix, 3-2. and two. Wright State's 4-2, and two, but they're the Jaguars right there at the top at 5-1. and one. Keep in mind, they just came away with a huge win at home over the Wright State Raiders last weekend, but it doesn't get any easier as they're going to be on the road at Green Bay tomorrow night. 8 p.m. will be the tip-off on ESPN+. Plus. That, there's a lot on the line in that matchup. Uh, as Green Bay right now, they can't afford to pick up their third loss already as we sit here in mid-January. And a third loss for them would mean giving the sixth win a conference play already to IUPUI, who already has uh, more than a game lead on the Phoenix at this point. And if you're the Raiders... You, would, well, you wouldn't mind seeing the Jaguars pick up their second conference loss as well. But IUPUI has Green Bay and Milwaukee coming up this weekend. So it's going to be a tough stretch of games for them as they look to remain atop the Horizon League standings. Youngstown State at Oakland tonight. Cleveland State at Detroit. Tomorrow you will get to see UIC at Milwaukee. Wright State at Northern Kentucky. And IUPUI at Green Bay as we just mentioned. Saturday's games will feature the Penguins of Youngstown State at Detroit, Cleveland State at Oakland, and on Sunday you'll get to see the UIC Flames at Green Bay, and IUPUI will close out the weekend at Milwaukee at 3 p.m. tip on Sunday on ESPN+. Plus. A couple women's basketball news and notes in this week's College Insider Women's Mid-Major Top 25 poll. IUPUI, following their win over the Raiders, moved up to number 25, while Cleveland State and Wright State both are still receiving votes at this point of the season. IUPUI's Macy Williams, the top rebounder amongst the Horizon League women's basketball players. She averages 9.5 boards per game, while also ranking second in scoring at 17 points per game. She's second to Cleveland State's Mariah Miller, who leads the league at 19 a game. 
Wright State leads the conference in total rebounds at 42.7 per game. First in the league, 726 total rebounds. That's really impressive. Youngstown State shooting 77% from the charity stripe. It's the best in the Horizon League. And as far as assist-to-turnover ratio so far, Green Bay leads the league in assist-to-turnover ratio at 1.42. So just a couple random news and notes and updates for you as far as the Horizon Lake women's basketball scene is concerned. Now we transition over to the men's side of things. As far as the standings go, the Wright State, the men's team, 5-1 and one atop the Horizon Lake standings. In first place, Youngstown State at 4-1 and one coming in right behind them. As we mentioned earlier, Youngstown State, a big road series this weekend as they are at NKU tonight and the Raiders on Saturday. Youngstown State, if they play their cards right, could find themselves sitting atop the Horizon League heading into next week as they have NKU and Wright State. The Wright State picked up their first Horizon League loss of the season this past weekend at UIC, a team that they have struggled with uh, over the last couple of years. As far as Horizon League men's basketball news and notes are concerned, Wright State is number 15 in the collegeinsider.com mid-major top 25 poll. Right behind them, you have Northern Kentucky and Youngstown State all receiving votes as well. So I'm really intrigued by those top teams at the top of the Horizon League. Wright State, North, Youngstown State, and Northern Kentucky. Milwaukee's going to have a lot of say in that. And how about Cleveland State? 3-2, and two, one of the best starts to Horizon League play that they've had in quite some time. Preseason Player of the Year, Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy continues to lead the Horizon League in scoring and ranks third in the NCAA as he averages 23 points per game. In addition, he is top 50 in the country in free throw percentage, shooting 91% and three-pointers per game at just over three a game. As we know, Antoine Davis can score in multiple ways. He's one of the toughest guards, if not the toughest guard, to guard in the Horizon League. Speaking of guards, let's talk about a freshman guard. Amari Davis of Green Bay is a five-time winner of the Horizon League Men's Basketball Freshman of the Week honor and ranks in the top ten nationally amongst freshmen at 16 points per game. That's impressive in itself, but here's what I'm really impressed with. He also leads the Horizon League shooting 53% from the floor. Not only is he a guard, uh, but he's a freshman guard, and we know that that takes time to adapt to the D1 level. So for him to come in as a guard and to you know be the highest scoring freshman in the league at 16 a game and shoot 53 from the floor, that's efficiency right there, folks. I give him a lot of credit. The game comes easy to him, and if you haven't had a chance to watch Amari Davis play for the Phoenix, you're missing out. Make sure you get to the TV at some point or your phone or wherever to stream a game of his, or if he's coming to a Horizon League city near you, take that game in. Despite having its three-game win streak snapped on Saturday, Cleveland State still off to its best start, as I mentioned earlier, in Horizon League play since 2014-2015 at 3-2. and two. The Vikings are tops during league play in field goal percentage and steals, and also second in turnover margin. The Horizon League had three players tabbed on the Lou Henson Award midseason watch list. Detroit Mercy's Antoine Davis, Wright State's Loudon Love, and Dantes Walton out of Northern Kentucky were all tabbed on the list. The Lou Henson Award, of course, is presented annually to the nation's top Division I mid-major player. And there you go. That is the Horizon League men's basketball news and notes uh, from around the conference as we head into this weekend's games. Just a quick rundown of what to expect this weekend. Wright State welcomes in Cleveland State tonight on ESPN+. Plus. Northern Kentucky will welcome in Youngstown State. That'll be an ESPN3 game. It's uh, tip-off at 7 p.m. Milwaukee versus Detroit and Green Bay versus Oakland. 
Saturday's games, a, a lot of entertaining games coming up on Saturday. IUPUI versus the UIC Flames. Green Bay and Detroit going head-to-head. That's going to be a fun one. I mean, those are two of the top scoring teams in the conference. A lot of really good guards on both teams. That's going to be an entertaining one. Milwaukee versus Oakland. Northern Kentucky will welcome in Cleveland State. And then the big one, Wright State, in first place at 5-1 and one as we sit right now. We'll welcome in second place, Youngstown State, at 4-1. and one. As I mentioned, Youngstown State could find themselves in a position where they are atop the Horizon League heading in to next week. Speaking of the Youngstown State Penguins, that brings us to our next guest here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. We'll bring on Youngstown State men's basketball coach Jared Calhoun. Coach Calhoun's visit being brought to you by... Zervita. Again, the Youngstown State Penguins will be on the road at Northern Kentucky tonight, and then they'll close the weekend out on Saturday night at Wright State, and they could find themselves in first place uh, heading in to next week. Here's our interview with Coach Calhoun, head basketball coach for the Youngstown State Penguins. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Justin Kinner with you here, and we now move on to our guest on this week's edition of the pod. And of course, our next guest is being brought to you by Zervita. We have Youngstown State Penguins head basketball coach Jared Calhoun. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you? Thanks for having me, Justin. Appreciate it, buddy. Absolutely. Now, we're going to get into your team in just a moment, but I am curious about, uh, I mean, I know who you are as the coach, but uh, what do you do in your free time? Did you watch the national championship game last night by any chance? Yeah, I'm a huge uh, college football fan. Absolutely love it. Uh, study a lot of those coaches and uh, was really, really happy for Coach O. I think it's a tremendous story. Um, and obviously Joe Burrow, uh, being from our state, was really hard for him. So, yeah, I enjoyed watching the game. Now, as a coach, and again, you know, here in Dayton, uh, and I host a radio show, and we're a Buck Ohio State Buckeye affiliate, and we deal with a lot of Buckeye fans. A lot of Buckeyes not happy uh, with the Fiesta Bowl turnout, and I don't really want to talk about that game per se. But as a coach, when you hear people complain about officiating, how do you approach that as a fan versus a coach's perspective? Uh, did, did the officials cost the Buckeyes a game, in your opinion? You know what? I'm a diehard Buckeye fan. Absolutely uh, love Ohio State, uh, not only football, but basketball. And uh, it took me about a week to get over that loss. Uh, I think you have to look you know, on the other side of things and look what uh, Ryan Day and his staff did. Uh, it was truly remarkable. And that game, uh, you know, I, I don't know if the officials, obviously, uh, there were some, you know, some calls that were very, very uh, critical uh, mm-hmm. to the outcome of the game. But I think as a coach, uh, and a fan, you can never blame officials. You know, those guys are in a tough spot. It's a tough business. Uh, so I, I kind of just looked at it as a great season, and uh, I'm sure the Buckeyes have come back hungry. Absolutely. All right, so we got that out of the way. We can move on to your team now. We have Jared Calhoun, head basketball coach for the Youngstown State Penguins. 11-7 and seven at this point of the season, but the most important part of the record is the 4-1 and one mark in Horizon League play. You guys have had a fantastic start, and what I've really been impressed with is your team's ability to close out teams in tight games. You look back at this previous weekend, games against Oakland uh, and Detroit, coming away with two close wins like that, I mean, that has to make you feel good about the way your team responds in those tight game situations. Yeah, you know, Justin, it's something we pride ourselves on trying to do daily. Uh, you know, we do a lot of situations throughout practice. If you look at the Horizon League and really all the leagues across the country, most of these games are decided by just a few possessions. So you want your kids uh, to be ready for that moment. Uh, certainly, it's all about the players. Uh, they stepped up in critical times. Uh, you know, the night before was Darius, and then uh, recently our last game was Nas Bahannon. So we've had back-to-back guys step up, make game winners. 
Um, so it's good to win close games. Uh, I, I think you have to win close games if you're going to be successful throughout the league. Uh, I think it's certainly helped uh, having those games at home. I think guys you know, are more comfortable uh, making those plays at home. Uh, and our home crowd's been tremendous. You know, we, it's something that we've talked about as a program, uh, continue to build our program, continue to try to climb the ladder. And the last two crowds we've had have been really good uh, inside the Big Blue Center. Yeah, and I can't remember how far down you guys were against Oakland, but uh, when you have a crowd like that that kind of gives you that burst of energy when Oakland came out and just swung right off the bat, I mean, how how how, how impressed are you with your team's ability to, for one, come out slow like that, but not just to you know just to lay down for the rest of the game, but to be able to kind of counter it and be able to come back? I think that was another, not just the finish, but the way you guys came back early uh, also had to make you feel good as well. Well, Justin, we didn't score for the first 13 minutes of the game. Uh, and, you know, one of the things we implemented here in the last couple of years, you know, our fans stand until we score the first basket. Some arenas, it's, it's the other uh, team, you know, the other team, they, they sit down when the other team scores. So uh, our poor fans had to sit uh, or stand for a very long period of time before they could sit down. So first and foremost, I give them a lot of credit uh, to stand up the entire time continue to rally us through, uh, you know, a dry spell. But more importantly, I give all the credit to our players. You know, they did not let uh, the poor start on offense affect our defense. We still held Oakland to 60 points. And I think that's a sign of maturity. I think that's a sign of togetherness and really what type of, you know, players that we have. Uh, so I was really, really proud of that. Coach, you look at the Horizon League, and again, I'm not a big fan of preseason polls, and I'm sure as a coach, I'm not sure where you sit on that. I know a lot of coaches, I mean, they focus on their team and their team only. Um, but the reason I don't care for preseason polls is you look at this season already, and again, we're just you know five games in. But, I mean, there's surprises all over the place. Cleveland State's surprising a lot of people. Detroit, as you know, I mean, look, it's easy to look at them and, and, and kind of project where they were going to finish, but they've been one of the more competitive teams in the conference to start. Regardless of preseason polls, you look at the standings now. This conference is super competitive from top to bottom, uh, and I'm, you just got a glimpse of that this past weekend. You have two more tough ones coming up with Northern Kentucky and Wright State. I'm sure this conference just has to give you headaches whenever you're prepping for game to game. Yeah, I always uh, you know, tell my athletic director, uh, Ron Strollo, you know, I've, I've got more gray hair uh, <laughs> the last two or three years uh, being a younger coach uh, than I could ever imagine. But I think that's what makes the Horizon League so special. Uh, I think it's going to make the tournament uh, really unpredictable at the end of the year. Uh, it's the teams that can close out close games, you know, because the majority of the games, as we've seen so far, have come down to a final possession. We've seen Milwaukee win two close ones, um, you know, back-to-back. We certainly won back-to-back. Uh, you know, Wright State won a very close one against Detroit. Uh, the league is, is very, very... Uh, you know, balance this year. I think all the coaches now are in year three. We have some coaches that have been around a long time. Uh, you know, Greg Campy, Scott Nagy. Uh, these guys certainly uh, know what they're doing. They're great coaches. So each and every night presents uh, a different challenge uh, when you're going up against these different teams in the horizon. Coach, you mentioned your home crowd earlier, and again, a tremendous atmosphere this past weekend for your home games. What are some of the, I mean, you're heading into a matchup at Northern Kentucky coming up in Wright State on Saturday, uh, NKU Thursday, Wright State on Saturday. What is the toughest away, uh, toughest road environment that your team plays in, in your opinion? Boy, you know, that's a good question. I, I think it varies because uh, certain times you play 
teams at different times. Some, some teams may have students on campus, some are not on campus. I would have to say, uh, you know, in my experience going into year three, certainly, uh, you know, Wright State uh, sits up there, Northern Kentucky, uh, Oakland. Those are three very, very difficult places to play. Um, you know, they have expectations. They have standards. Uh, they've won championships. They've been in postseason. Uh, they have a fan base that believes in what they're doing. Uh, they have players that have been there before. Uh, so those three, but, you know, we were at Cleveland State a few weeks ago, and it was one of the better crowds that I've seen Cleveland State have in a long time. So obviously what Coach Gates is doing uh, is really, really special up there. So every night, um, you know, there's just different venues, um, and sometimes you're getting, you know, getting into these venues at different times. So uh, I think the Horizon League, the fan base has continued to grow uh, as these coaches continue to get their own players and develop their programs. Yeah, I think a lot of people forgot about that. I mean, when I started covering the league about uh, six years ago, I mean, I, there's new coaches from top to bottom. I mean, as you know, you were placing Coach Slocum, and, and a lot of those coaches are gone. You look at Cleveland State, Wright State, I mean, top to bottom, a whole bunch of new coaches. Anytime a program gets a new coach, it takes a year or two just to kind of get you know that system in place and the players in place, as you know. Uh, but it wasn't just one program. It's pretty much been the entire conference over the last five years that has had new coaches come in. So you're starting to see the league kind of gel together now, as you mentioned, coaches getting their guys in and starting to see these programs be established. Yeah, I think that, and then I also think with the coverage, uh, with every game being on ESPN3, uh, social media, the access to watch games on TV has certainly played a big part of it. You know, you look all across college basketball, uh, two things that stand out to me are, you know, the three-point line, the shooting percentages are down, and then, you know, a lot of it is that the fan bases, uh, you know, are, are kind of down as well, the attendance at the games, so... Uh, and also football plays a big part of that. You know, I think some of these schools have, you know, we certainly have football. Uh, you know, a lot of people have interest in college football, pro football. So when football season ends, I think that's when you see the numbers go up. Uh, but there are some great venues in, in our league. Um, and then certainly the changing of the league. You know, we've had a lot of teams in the last 10 to 15 years uh, leave the league. We've added some new teams to the league. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, our League office has done a great job keeping it uh, a regional league. Uh, travel is not not that difficult. I think it's good on the student athletes. Uh, so there's a lot of good that's going on in the Horizon League right now. Indiana Farmers Coliseum, the host site uh, for this year's men and women's Horizon League College Basketball Championships. Uh, I enjoyed the run uh, in Detroit, Motor City Madness. We closed the book, uh, we closed the chapter in the book on that this past year. We move on to Indianapolis now. What are your thoughts on uh, the tournament being held in Indianapolis this year? You know, I'll tell you, you got some good questions. Uh, you've done your homework, obviously. You know our league uh, through and through. Uh, I think it's a good move. I think it's, you know, obviously for the league, it's really good because that's where the league headquarters are. Uh, I think the familiarity with Indianapolis, the relationships that our league has uh, with that city, uh, the history that we have there in Indianapolis. Uh, I think it's a basketball town. I think it'll be very, uh, very competitive tournament. Um, so I think there's a lot of good uh, moving our tournament to, the, to that arena. I think it's a great size. It's a good venue. It's not too big. Little Caesars, I thought, was just unbelievable uh, how nice the treatment. It was first class. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. It's a new chapter, and, and I think it's going to be exciting. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Jared Calhoun, Youngstown State Breach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Our interview being brought to you by Zervita. Coach, last thing as we send you out, uh, me and you talked before the interview started about Darius Quisenberry. I absolutely love watching that kid play. And look, he's been amazing for you guys this year, preseason second team, averaging 15 a game. Now, it's easy to look at the you know points per game and say that's what makes him great, but I don't care about that for say. What are some things that make him so special for your team that maybe don't that aren't portrayed in a box score? Yeah, well, I think it starts at home. You know, he has a great foundation, great support system. Uh, Mom and dad are great. They come to all the games. Dad was a coach. Um, you know, they're just a great family. Uh, you know, in recruiting, I think it really comes down uh, to the people you want in your locker room. And he was a guy that we certainly wanted in our locker room. You know, his sister was a great player at the University of Cincinnati, so uh, he gets it. Um, you know, he's he's a tough kid. He's never scared of the moment. Uh, he almost, you know, willed us to a win against West Virginia. You know, there's multiple guys on our team that had great efforts in that game, but DQ was special. He's been a special player for us, you know, not only scoring the ball, but I think he's seen the game better. Uh, his defense has certainly improved. Uh, just all aspects of his game. Uh, so far in his early career, you know, he's just a young guy, only a sophomore, and uh, we're excited about what lays ahead for him. All right, well, what lays ahead for you guys? You have, you're have you at Northern Kentucky on Thursday, at Wright State on Saturday. Just your thoughts as you head into those uh, two big matchups, two of the top teams in the conference, and, well, you guys are right up there as t- some, one of the top teams in the conference as well. Two tough ones coming up for you. Absolutely. You know, these are two teams that – have a standard of winning. Uh, they have great coaches, great players, great fan base. Uh, each team presents a different challenge. Uh, there's a lot of star power on each team. Uh, so we'll have to go in the game. You know, I think a couple keys will be we have to keep them off the foul line, have to play really hard, but have to play really smart. And uh, you have to value possessions. You know, these games, every possession uh, is so critical. Uh, we have to be good on both sides of the ball. Both these teams are very, very good, not only on one side of the ball, but both sides. Uh, they're well-rounded. They have depth. Uh, they have shooting. Uh, they have defense. Uh, so you know we'll have to we'll have to play at a high high level. Uh, but we're certainly uh, excited for the challenge. All right, Jared Calhoun, Youngstown State Penguins men's basketball coach, good enough to be our guest on this week's Reach the Horizon podcast. Coach, thanks so much for your time. It was great being able to talk with you for a bit, and best of luck this week uh, with Northern Kentucky and Wright State. Thank you so much, and thanks for covering the league. All right, good stuff there. Coach Calhoun, the head men's basketball coach of the Youngstown State Penguins, good enough to join us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. His visit brought to you by Servita. We are 47 days away from, of course, the Horizon League Basketball Championships, March 8th through the 10th, the 2020 uh, Horizon League Basketball Championships at Indiana Farmers Coliseum. We spent the last how many years now, uh, Motor City Madness in Detroit, and we close that book and we move on to the next chapter of the Horizon League postseason, and that is in Indianapolis. And I cannot tell you how, I excite, how excited I am uh, about them being held at Indiana Farmers Coliseum. It's a, you heard Coach Calhoun mention it, a much more intimate setting. Uh, you know, it's not as big as, of course, Little Caesars Arena. But I think that helps uh, with the environment for the conference like the Horizon League. I think you're going to get a lot more fans in a more compact area. And if you have not been to, to Indiana Farmers Coliseum, 
I suggest you do so, especially even before the the tournament at the end of the year. I think that is going to be a fantastic scene uh, to crown a Horizon League men and women's basketball champion. Speaking of that, if you want to go, I want to help you save some money. I appreciate you guys listening each and every week to reach the Horizon. So if you go to HorizonLeague.com and you order your tickets for the basketball championships, the Horizon League basketball championships, use the promo code HLPODCAST. And I'll be able to help you save $5 per ticket. So again, go to horizonleague.com and use the promo code HLPODCAST at checkout, and you will save $5 per ticket. So how cool is that? Make sure you take advantage of that limited time opportunity uh, to save some money when purchasing your Horizon League Men and Women's Basketball Championship tickets. So stay up to date with everything around the Horizon League. Make sure you're keeping, uh, make sure you're, you know, following them on social media. Use at Horizon League on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and more. That's how you'll be able to catch behind the scenes uh, and up to the date, up to the minute updates and info about Horizon League, not just with men and women's basketball, but athletics across the board. That wraps it up for us here on Reach the Horizon. Until next week. This has been Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League.